0: You're listening to
1: a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com tickets to book now.
2: Step up your home coffee game. No matter what level of coffee drinker you are, whether you're working from home or commuting, Kings Coast Coffee, as you covered with freshly roasted coffee, ships straight to your door. We have single origin coffees, custom blends, and three unique espresso blends for the at-home barista. Why spend $6 on a cup of coffee at the other place when you can make top-tier coffee in the comfort of your own home?
1: Welcome to episode 72 of Star Wars and Scotch. I'm Kevin, as always, joined by Tim. How are you, Tim?
2: Hey, Kevin, that was was quite the intro.
1: Yeah, but they won't know that, Tim. This, this is episode... <laughs> that editors. was really good. That's really good. I like that. Uh, that was some delicious Kings Coast coffee I just sipped.
2: Yeah, I was telling you before we started the show, I, oh, I yeah. found this yeah. cool little like hack... On TikTok, so I have an espresso machine, and I love making espressos, but what they did is that, you know, for, like, cold brew, if you want to do, like, a nitro cold brew style drink, you take espresso, you just, like, pull a double shot, and then in your, like, your frothing pitcher, you put ice, you put the espresso shot in, you fill it up with however much water you want, so you essentially make an Americano, that's an Americano, Americano is just espresso watered down to make coffee because Americans can't handle normal espresso, and therefore that's where the name comes from. Anywho, you then take your frothing one from your espresso machine, and then you just like froth your drink like you would milk, mm. like when you would make your like cappuccino or like latte. Um, mm-hmm. And there you go. You have a like a nitro style. It looks brew, good. I can and see that's, it. And that's what I'm drinking right now. It has like a nice little frothy head on the top. It's very creamy. Um, It's really good. And it like as, as it settles, it looks like a
1: Guinness. It's really neat. It does look like a Guinness. It it's looks very, like you're I drinking mean, beer first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Star Wars and scotch. And then what scotch did you add to
2: it? Mm. So if I was drinking scotch, I would probably put like, um, I don't know. I'd probably put like some type of like creamy Baileys or something or like, a, something like that. So okay. I feel like you'd have to do like a dessert whiskey or dessert uh, scotch or, or something. Some type of dessert mix in there. You can't just like just... I don't
1: know. I don't know, maybe just bullet, just straight bullet, just pfft. there you go. That's that's the man I know. <laughs> I don't know. I like Dumps. to be
2: classy with my drinks though, Kevin. I'm a very classy person.
1: We're getting old, so we wanna we wanna keep the class. Yeah, I've been I'm like this for a while. Not be degenerate. Twelve years old. Give me a Manhattan. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anywho, Star Wars. But, hey guys. Yeah, go over to go over to dot com. Um and uh put some orders in uh the big thing there is um there's some cool stuff coming uh in the spring from king's coast new stuff new new that you might want to pay attention to because we bought some equipment last year that might benefit your coffee drinking experience kingscoastcoffee.com um yeah it was uh it's it's there's been some star wars things this week let's start with obi-wan Uh, John Uh Williams is making the Uh theme Uh (laughs) that broke literally the afternoon after we recorded
2: it makes sense though I mean again back to the it's the 45th anniversary of the release of episode 4 of a new hope so that makes sense yeah but the man
1: the man just turned 90 like two weeks ago yeah
2: but I mean like that's I mean like good for him he's like he's like Dick Van Dyke these guys are just gonna keep on working and doing their thing for forever
1: I just saw a video of Dick Van Dyke dancing at Dude, some event. Dude, that is, that is his secret to life.
2: So a bunch of people have been asking him, like, what keeps you active? What keeps you happy? Like, what, what has allowed you to continue living on this long? He just loves dancing. That's just ninety six. So cool.
1: With a 50-year-old wife. Whoa, Attaboy. whoa, wee, wow. Whoa. whoa, whoa, wee, wow. Yeah, no, he... Uh, and he like he has old man face, so he grew his beard out, so now he just John looks Williams? like a jolly old man. no uh, um oh, depend, I, bag. Oh, yeah. Does no, John Williams just, look like a jolly old man. John Williams just looks like an like uh, a stern headmaster of like oh, a school he does or look, something
2: oh, he do, yeah, or like some fellow that like he looks yeah he looks
1: Amish. Also, he's only smiling in pictures where he is composing and um, or winning an Academy Award. Yeah. Every other picture. He's not. He's frowning. But um legendary John Williams, who we've said on the show a million times, Star Wars is not Star Wars without John Williams. Um There's a lot of I, there's a lot of different franchises that just
2: aren't their their own without his his work. It's crazy. He is. He is.
1: He's been like it. the life I, source of so many different movies. I saw a TikTok this morning that was like, John, are you done with that dinosaur movie theme yet? And he's like, almost finished. And then it was like him, you know, the guy's pretending to direct, and he's like, da, 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 da. And then the other guy looks and like takes his glasses off, just like Ian does in <laughs> Jurassic Park and he starts crying as the theme plays. That's Didn't amazing. John
2: Williams do did he do Pirates? He did ET. He did the Superman theme song. Um Damn, what else God, is that? God Superman.
1: Again? I forgot he did Superman. No, he didn't do Pirates. Um, Home Alone. That was Hans Zimmer. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got right now. But like, oh, that's all I got. Hey, I just named five of the most legendary movies of all time. That's all I got. That's funny. You can tell when a Hans Zimmer or a John Williams just
2: song comes on. You're just like, I know what that is. They just like, they have
1: that. They definitely leave a signature. I love people who get mad at me because I can't tell the difference. Like, I don't remember who, like I just said. Oh, John Pirates. Williams did Harry Potter. Oh, wow. Dun, 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 dun. Um, People get mad. Like, Mindy, Mindy, our COO, is a huge, she loves movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. So, if you confuse John Williams and Hans Zimmer, she gets mad at you. Oh. Because they're two people. They are two people. Like, cool. I'm like, okay. All right. Sorry about that. I just... You know, I get them confused. I feel like it's well, it's because you're to get them it's because you're old, Kevin.
2: That's fine. Wow. and your brain's just full of just nothing but Star Wars. Wow, so we get it? Wow,
1: that's that hurts. Um, well, uh, yeah. So John Williams is composing the main theme for Obi Wan, which is exciting. Not the whole show, okay, people. Calm down. The man is ninety. <laughs> Let's let him relax. But he made the theme, which is awesome. And sure, um, Tim, I'm sure it, it has something to do with. Um, the fact that it is the 45th anniversary, which is exciting.
2: Dude, did you um, know that he did bad the, the entire score for Bad Batch? No, I'm going through his his filmography. He did bad. He did all. Okay, so he did. Yeah, he did one, two, three, four. He did five episodes for the Bad Batch. Oh wait, never mind. They're just scoring the original, the theme. And no, no, it's his theme and score. Yeah, no, he did it all. Ah, huh, that's crazy. Wow, he did Resistance. Ugh, Lost terrible. in Space. Oh, the 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 Netflix show Lost in Space. Yeah. Fantastic! I just finished season two. He did the theme
1: for that. Fantastic. Did you you watch all three seasons? Uh, we haven't finished the last season. Very yeah. Yet. I just finished season two. I love that show. That show is great because, you know. A lot of the times when you have young kids, it's difficult to get them into the fandoms you want them to. And some people are, you know, they let their kids watch Marvel, Star Wars at a young age. I'm a little bit traditional. I want to wait until I expose my kids to certain things. So, you know, like Audrey didn't see Star Wars until she was eight or nine and somehow didn't have it ruined for her. Um, Hunter, uh, Hunter has seen some of the Star Wars movies, but I don't think he's processed them. So like his friend is watching through the MCU and. I'm like no, you're not mature enough to to do the MCU yet because I don't want to ruin that payoff for him at the end. Um but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's it is what it is, but uh I'm trying to I'm trying to preserve the fandoms that I love so my kids can enjoy them too.
2: So, okay, so I'm looking through his filmography and John. he's accredited for every time his his song gets used. So all anytime the original Star Wars theme song comes on, he's accredited. So I'm looking at like Bad Batch. So he he's accredited for every episode, but then he also scored three episodes. Um he, sc- he is on the credits for every
1: single episode for Rebels. As the you compo- feel like he gets a call from Lucas and he's like, Yeah, whatever you want, I'll do it. It's fine.
2: But that's the whole thing is like, so does he get royalty checks for
1: every single episode? I'm that's sure he insane. does. This guy's just rolling in it. Oh, yeah, he is, but holy moly. He I'm fine with someone making that kind of money uh and getting credited when they, you know, for something so Good legendary. Him. Yeah. The big thing with him is if he touches anything, we look how excited we get yeah right exactly you're like oh you're gonna score and we don't have that much time left you know it's kind of like like stan lee like we knew we were working sure. with borrowed time there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure it still depresses me i was thinking about that this weekend when i was playing avengers of a hunter and i'm like he didn't see the ending and that sucks oh, it does suck. think about it like yeah. if stan saw that ending he could that would have been it he could have left us excelsior Peltier like yeah like man it just sucks it just sucks i finished loki by the way what a great show
2: excellent to talk about that later
1: yeah um so the other thing with obi-wan is they mentioned this week that there will be a do two lightsaber fights between obi-wan kenobi and darth vader you're gonna fight twice twice on the show they will fight I'm trying to wrap my head what? around it. What? People why? are also oh. now there's rumors and speculation that we're going to get Clone Wars flashbacks. Well, that makes sense. That's why Hayden is, you know, coming back is mainly for the flashbacks. Well, sure.
2: But I mean, so but he also gets go, to be Darth Vader. <laughs> well, I mean, OK, so Clone Wars, Annie, if they're I really hope they're going to lean on the the Dave Filoni version of uh. Of Anakin and not the uh, the Lucas version of Anakin. Because we all know that animated Clone Wars version of Anakin is a badass. He's great. He's super fun. He's still kind of like that. Whine- he can be a little whiny at times. But for the most part, he's a completely different character. And so hey. hopefully they do the right thing. And they really lean into that writing more. It's Dave. They'll lean on it. They'll they'll one hundred
1: percent. I mean,
2: he's done it right the entire time. Like, I don't think they're gonna. Like, I really don't think that the issue was Hayden Christiansen or no, like, Christian Haydensen. I did it every time. Hayden Christiansen, you had it Wait, right the first time. I did. It, oh, I, I did it the wrong time last time, and I tried to correct myself this time, and then did it wrong again. Damn it, Kevin! You're overthinking. Um, I'm overthinking. Um. So if they bring him back, uh, I really don't think it was him. I think it was the writing. I think I think he got kind of screwed. Um, so hopefully, Find this out. Is, I really, really hope this is his redemption because he's been enough of a meme in, in the, in the star Wars community. I think I
1: really, really hope this is his moment. I only have one thing to say to that. What? You will try. Oh God. That was good. That was good. You were. Did my voice crack enough? A little bit. <laughs> good. Hey, Joe. <Jill. laughs> Hey, though after that he does pick it up, and the final final part of that scene when he screams "I hate you," that's a good "I hate you" scream. I'll give yeah, him it's that. Good. I mean,
2: like I think my like, heart it, breaks during. that It's so that frustrating because it's like there are good parts and bad parts of episode three. Episode two is, good. is
1: just a mess. Hayden's very good at 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 being. How do I put this? He always seems distracted, in a, and I mean this in a good way because of his character. When you look at most Jedi. They're like so happy to be, which leads into our further stuff with High Republic and the way Jedi would normally act. You know, they're always like very proud of themselves. You know, they carry themselves well most. And Hayden always like you could tell he always has this dark thought in the back of his mind, no matter what he's doing or how he's operating. or And the only time that seems to go away is when he's around Padme, unless Padme triggers it. You mm-hmm. know, when he's talking about the sand people to her. Uh, and little things like that He them. always just seems distracted. Like he's got this dark thought, which he does in the back of his mind at all times. I saw hilarious TikTok the other day that um, it said, you know, shit's about to go down when you hear, and it's the music right before order 66. You know, the music I'm talking about, I know what you're talking about. I can't recall it, but I know it's, I it's, can't even hum it cause I'll ruin I, it, I, it, but I, I know what you mean. It's when everyone's like looking out the window and you're yeah. just waiting mm-hmm. for the call. It's the calm before the storm. Yep. Um, but yeah, he, he, this could be his redemption. This could be the thing that, like, okay, he's no longer a meme. He, he, and I think that's probably why he signed on for this because they are going to do flashbacks and bring, you know, it's going to be great to see if they do the flashbacks, both of them in that Jedi armor. Um, it's going to be you know, so dope. All over <laughs> the galaxy. But I think I, w- when we speculated about what the show was going to be, yeah. you know, my joke was always like, what are we going to do? Just watch Obi-Wan age for 20 something years in the desert of Tatooine. So flashbacks make sense. Plus, we just got them in Book of Boba Fett, too.
2: Yeah. Well, and that was something that I saw on the Internet. They were saying that someone was saying that with Obi-Wan, there's going to be actually a lot of off planet stuff. So I'm really I, I, I'm wondering when they say the off planet stuff, are they referring to the flashbacks or are they really going to have Obi Wan le- leaving Tatooine multiple you times can,
1: and leaving Luke? You can tell the story off planet because if the Inquisitors are hunting Obi Wan, you know there's how probably prote- a breadcrumb trail. How does he trail.
2: protect Luke? That's the thing. That's that's the part that always that always leaves me to go. Tatooine's a
1: very big planet, and the Dune Sea is huge. I guess. Um. So that. But you also, have then- to remember
2: that Inquisitors like their whole thing was to sniff out force sensitive people. So if Luke is already force sensitive, like he was already like, he could be on their radar. So like, that's he the other be. thing that's kind
1: of like what, if, and you know, what if, what if the fragment of that list from Jedi fallen order somehow, you know, made it back to the inquisitors, you know? Oh man. Little things like that, that you could just, inqu- and they could do that in passing. And then the fan, the deep fandom that you know we're a part of would just explode. The timeline's be perfect like, ah, for that, too. Ah, ah, exactly. Because Obi-Wan, like
2: Obi-Wan and Cal are right around the same
1: time. Yeah, and we, we won't see Cal. like Get that out of your mind right now. Yeah,
2: shut up, chat. Stop it. Yeah. I don't want to hear yeah. this. Cal is coming. And, oh, speaking s- of Cal Kevin, um, there are a bunch of Jedi Fallen Order lightsaber uh, 3D printer
1: files. Um, just want to throw that out there. I have one already. I know, but that. these are
2: like the like, they like they are like the ones like making out of plastic. Yours is like metal. This one's like plastic. Anyways, so I got a 3D printer and I've learned that um all I want to do with it is make th- Star Wars props. So that's what I've been doing. I made this I have really many cool desks
1: d- and many shelves, Tim, that's all I made all this I'm Darth Vader you.
2: bust. You guys can't I mean, see it. Uh Kevin can. It's um, so cool.
1: Yeah. It's English helmetless Darth Vader too.
2: Yeah, so it's Anakin and I was telling chat I was telling my chat yesterday that um like having having the helmet off is cool because it still shows that he's he's still Anakin. I love I love that scene in in Return of the Jedi.
1: Tim and I were talking to Jim yesterday, and he was talking about getting like the airbrush and stuff. I told him he's not a real 3D printer hobbyist until he gets like the Warframe painting yeah, center really set up and he starts, like, you know, the glasses where like you oh, fold that, down like the magnifier. <laughs> yes and you're you know doing the eye just one stroke of slight red and yellow and you're like, individual brush hair at a time done yeah so that's probably going to be tim's hobby i hope i benefit from it where he just shows up and gives me like you know this bus didn't come out 100% the way i want and i'm like cool i don't notice it's going on my desk yeah uh, this
2: might be my thing maybe i'll do that at, at gcx maybe i will just have like a little 3d printer corner i'll just sit there and just
1: paint things and people can leave me be <laughs> We're, they can just watch me paint it's like Bob Ross no Tim's not doing meet and greets this year uh, you go can go watch, watch him behind him. the plexiglass uh, he, we've set up a living room setup where he just 3D prints all day and 3D drinks 3D coffee pissing. his booth is brought to you by Kings Coast Coffee <laughs> you, man. that's it that's just, it's like you're like in a zoo and people just sit there and watch you exist and 3D oh, print
2: that's so interesting Wow.
1: <gasps> <laughs> oh my god that's Anyways. what you should do on your channel while you're gone. You should just have it like set up for like a four-day print. Oh my god! Just build I the just biggest leave thing. It live. <laughs> you're like, oh, the print's gonna fail, fail, fail.
2: Save, save.
1: Oh my god, that'd be such good content. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so two fights. Uh, uh, I I don't I don't know what the two could be. That's my thing. Is that, um, um, I'm, I mean, like, I'm, so
2: we keep on talking about Inquisitor. So I would assume that 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 would be like around one fight. I would assume like that'll be like a, a Vader and, and Obi one meet up with, with where like the Inquisitor gets introduced. I would assume, and then and then you'll have one more big fight probably at the end when it's just it's just Obi wan and, and then and then Obi one kicks Vader's ass. Vader flies off, and then that and that leads us to what he says to Obi-Wan on the Death Star in episode four of last time I was but the apprentice, now I am the master. Um, I think I think that's... Because they have to fix that line. That line's all kinds of weird. Um, and everyone always goes back to that. Like, Star Wars TikTok always rips that
1: at one apart, and they're trying to figure out how it ties into Obi-Wan. So... So, you know, we were discussing who could be in the show tim and i both think ahsoka will show up oh 100 dude most definitely it. uh it because it'll bri- it, it'll bridge the 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 gap um in them existing in a in a empire post republic world and it makes sense for them that they would know that they were alive now we know that the jedi weren't keeping contact oh wait but we-
2: hold on wait, wait hold on just real quick
1: real quick Go back
2: to the scene in Rebels where Ahsoka is flying around in her her fighter and and then sh- and Anakin's chasing her and he like they feel each other. She's Great like, scene. Sorry. Great scene. Yeah. Right. Okay. So was that the first time that they like rec- she, Like she recognized who that was. Well, I'm trying here's, to recall that scene. Here's I don't remember it. I don't remember There's a few it, ways to look at it.
1: That scene to me was like, oh my god, she's still alive. Right, but there was not enough explanation there to really go beyond assuming that. That was also the first time we saw them together, so it wouldn't be too far drawn, especially based on Ahsoka's book, to assume that Vader knows she's alive on the run. Um, it's just more of being in her presence almost. I I wonder then if if
2: Ahsoka will not interact with with Vader and Ahsoka will interact with Obi with the Inquisitors. Then. Or the Inquisitors in that show, but the Inquisitors but
1: would tell her him that that there's a she's Jedi alive. out
2: there or someone, yeah, because they might not know who Ahsoka Tano is. They might just assume it might just be another
1: Tagruda Jedi. They they established in, on in the Malachor fight that that's one of his weaknesses is Ahsoka. Oh uh, yeah, of course. So. They would really have to be careful if to put them both on the screen. At the I just same don't time.
2: think. I just don't think they're going to pull a lot into the Ahsoka when this is more about the connection between Anakin and
1: Obi Wan. Like they no, like, but I. I still think we'll see her in some. Yeah, fashion. sure. No, I agree. I agree.
2: I just don't think it'll be a, a big part. I don't think it'll be something where it's like because again the rebels that rebel scene where they like they notice each other for the first time that's so that has so much weight to it that I don't think they want to take away from that moment.
1: The the other Jedi. This is this is my far fetched prediction. But if you wanted to introduce someone to a broader audience that could be alive, that would make sense. Uh, Quinlan Voss, the dude with the yellow face paint, like the wild man. Yeah, Jedi. The guy
2: jumps out of transport ships and stuff.
1: Yeah. So I did mm-hmm. a little research on him last week because I was thinking like he would actually make sense to still be alive. And, sure. you know, so there is no canon death for him. He actually struggled with the dark side because he was captured and Dooku manipulated his mind and like so he actually worked for Dooku for a little while, but then ended up returning to the light side. Interesting. And then he he was off world during the sacking of Coruscant. Or the Jedi Temple, I should say. Not sacking Coruscant's older book. Uh the attack on the Jedi Temple during Order 66. He was off world. So he's another one. If anyone could have survived and still be alive, it would be him. He's known well enough that you could introduce him in a way that he could be framed as a new character, but folks like you and me would be like, Oh, it's Quinlan boss, you know? Yeah. So he's another one that I think again, get Cal cast out of your mind. He's way too young for this.
2: I also think I still think Cal and, and and that crew, they're just going to live in video games.
1: Did you know that, uh, Cal's what's his mentor's name? Um, in the game, she's oh, wait, are we, wait, are we
2: talking about the woman? Or are we talking about the the woman? Um, oh,
1: um, I'm looking up the cast list now. I forget dang, her name. What is Deborah Wilson? Thank you. My God, that was bothering me. She used to be on Mad TV back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was always, always yeah, wondering why she Sabathun. looked familiar. Oh, the voice actress. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, she's uh, she's Sabathun now. She has like crazy neck tattoos. She's so cool. I want to be Deborah Wilson when I grow up. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I could see like Quinlan Voss is like my, you know how I like to make my long shot? Maybe this person will show up? Sure. You know, like Cad Bane showing up.
2: Right. It's
1: similar in fashion. While Quinlan is a little bit less recognizable than Cad Bane, don't get me wrong. You know, the 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 casual Star Wars fan. Yeah, but
2: he has a really cool presence in, in like, his episode in Clone Wars was really, really cool. A
1: hundred percent. Quinlan had, like, three episodes in Clone Wars, and he just seemed like the maniac. He reminded me of, um, uh, remember when, like, X Games and Extreme Rules first came out and all that stuff back in the day where, you know, it was like, oh, we're jumping out of planes. Oh, we're doing this stuff. Da, da, da. Almost what Jackass ended up parodying. Parod- yeah. parodying. Mm-hmm. um he reminds me of that type of guy like the guy like yeah let's go snowboard and i'm gonna jump out of the helicopter and you know go down the mountain yeah exactly the guy gonna so, wrestle a goddamn tiger yeah exactly so i wouldn't he's my long shot prediction ahsoka feels like we'll see her at minimum with some sort of contact do you think we will see um and and this is brought up by one of the users that tweeted at us uh, i'm sorry i forgot your handle um they had mentioned that at the end of Revenge of the Sith, uh, Leia's dad, Bale, basically said, like, we can't contact each other anymore. You know, we're going to go into hiding. Do you think they'll break that rule and bring Bale back to talk to Obi-Wan or to warn him or something like that? Uh, uh. Even if it's just, like, a hologram of Jimmy Smith's, like... You know, I know. I said I wouldn't call you, but you're in grave danger. You know, the Inquisitor. I got word that the Inquisitors are on to something. Yeah, like that. I
2: would. I would assume so. Or, or someone like one of like a, a spy or someone like brings him like a message.
1: Could Andor? Could Cassian? No. Yes. He's too
2: young. Yes, he could. <gasps> no, he could. Ooh. Ooh,
1: no, he's can't. dead. Wait. No, no, he's not. He's alive. No, it didn't happen yet. You're right. He's alive, Kevin. Kevin, that's how you cross those shows. 100% Cassian Andor shows up. So Cassian could be the one that, like, warns him.
2: Dude, okay, we didn't even talk. We didn't even think about a Cassian crossover. Why wouldn't you use that as a marketing tool to talk about your next show? Yeah, because he's still alive, he dies yes, because plant- death, he dies when the plant. Yes, because he dies when Death Star 1 shows up and blows up. Uh, yeah,
1: like five minutes before A New Hope starts, he's dead because Rogue One leads literally to the back door yeah. of, yeah, of it, it, a new Yeah,
2: it leads you right into episode four. Yeah, why wouldn't Cassian show up? We didn't even think about that.
1: Also, they referenced, uh, I forget who from Lucas, referenced that that is the Vader that we will see in, in this series.
2: Yeah, they talk it's about the the how like, One just Vader. The,
1: the angry, aggressive, just Roofless. killing everybody Vader. The which comic is, Vader that Yeah, you've which been is enjoying. who Vader's
2: supposed to be.
1: But tormented. right. Kevin his entire suit is designed to make him upset and angry. I still think that fan video where they attack him on Naboo when he goes to Padmé's grave is oh. the it's the I know it's not canon but I don't care. I'm going to believe it's canon because I don't give a damn. That to me is Vader. Well, like I mean, the the he, tortured soul. He does soul. go to her
2: her grave and
1: he does kill the guards yep. that are there, so I mean it's close. Yeah, and the, the just that tortured soul and like why in the earth would the republic think that a or the rebellion think that a good place to attack him is there. Well, that was like, I guess they don't know though. Right?
2: No, they were just there guarding it, but that would be like the comic strip, the comic strip where he's just like, uh, drop your weapon, Vader, you're surrounded. And he says, no, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And it's like, it's like 40 rebel, uh, soldiers and tanks and stuff that are just
1: surrounding him. So good. That, that didn't the emperor hide the fact that Anakin was Vader. Yes. So no one would actually know. So no, him going no, pat- that's, everybody saying that Anakin was dead was, was
2: because they were telling everyone that Anakin Skywalker died. Right. Because that
1: was more impactful to the propaganda than saying that they turned him
2: because Anakin Skywalker was the hero of the Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. So if you kill the hero,
1: it's far more impactful than it is to turn the hero. Yes. That's how we get the classic. You'll be the death of me someday. Anakin. <laughs> Mm.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. it's one of my
1: favorite lines in the prequels Oh, I've, you know what kevin he, i've never actually correlated that correlated that line i can't remember if it's you'll be the death of me or you're going to be the death of me but it's one of those two and, that's an and episode he, two right yeah yeah oh. when they're on that mission um on the on dooku's ship oh when they're saving the emperor. Oh, that's episode Oh, that's the beginning of episode 3. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, oh is it episode 2? I can't remember, it's one of those. Whatever, two, but, but still, he said, "Oh man, that's yeah, funny." He says you're going to be the death of me someday. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, uh Um I watched the hilarious thing uh uh it might have been a little old, but um Hume McGregor was on a talk show and he was talking about how he's driving his daughters to school and this Uh, someone else going to the school was like driving really erratic and he's getting really mad and they pulled up like he pulled up next to them and he like he rolled down his window and he's like Oi! And he's like you're driving like a fucking idiot or something like that and he's like I saw this boy's face and he just stared back at me and he looked at me and I could tell in his brain he was like that's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) 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 The way he tells the story, is <laughs> amazing. He's like, I could just see that's really in good. his mind. He was, like, that's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. That's really really good. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's May is going to be wild on Star Wars and Scotch. Wild. We're gonna have May the Fourth. Um, there's, yeah, you'll probably hear me and Tim talk about Multiverse of Madness. He hates when I cross the streams, but we'll probably won't be able to help ourselves. And then we're going to have the Obi-Wan first episode. Celebration starts literally the day after the Obi-Wan episode. <laughs> and then the next week, Tim, is, uh, is it the next week or two weeks? That GCX? Episode. It's right after it. Is it the week
2: after? It's so literally right after it, Kevin. Obi-Wan is... Obi-Wan and and then... And then it's it's GCX.
1: Two weeks later, GCX.
2: No, there was something else. And then right after that, aren't we doing something?
1: Obi-Wan is the 25th, right? Of May. Oh, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, of, of episode
2: two, sorry, episode two. And then we're going right into GCX.
1: Yeah. My apologies. And we, and oh, by the way, oh, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that yet. Shut I, up, Kevin. from that person. Don't spoil anything. Um, so, uh, also, remember when we were like, we'll go to Celebration this year. We decided not to go to Celebration, A, because it was a little too close to GCX, B, Tim and I weren't sure with the COVID situation, um, but uh, good thing I didn't book that, Tim, because my anniversary is that Sunday. Oh, my God, Kevin. <laughs> so, you would have been spending my 11th wedding anniversary with that me, been so, That
2: would have been so awkward.
1: <laughs> Man. Why? We would have went... We would have went to, to Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm, it would have been Man, great. And you would have been so divorced. I don't know. If I was in LA, I could just take her to like Palm Springs or some shit for the day and I would have smoothed. Oh, it
2: you were over. gonna bring her with you? Yeah,
1: we were going brought... to make me be the third wheel? No, we would have brought Amy, too. Oh! That was the whole plan, Tim.
2: Oh, I thought you were saying that originally you and I were going to be spending your anniversary together. Oh, and no, no, I was no, like, no, Kevin, no. this is a terrible idea. No, And no, then no, you no, said no. you're bringing your wife. And then I'm the third wheel. And this is super <laughs> awkward. I'm so glad
1: we figured this out because, wow. <laughs> All right, cool last bit of obi-wan news um early may so i'm assuming may the 4th but no date yet uh obi-wan comic number one releases ooh who's doing that one actually going to journal his beginning so his training with (gasps) qui-gon we're gonna have to do these yeah no so we're gonna start the comic stuff next week uh tim's and i've already caught up but i'm gonna go back and read with tim uh, we're going to finish the original high Republic one that we started with the Drengear and everything. Uh, we'll plow through that. We'll do the high Republic detective one. Cause it's freaking awesome. And then, um, we'll start hitting some of the, the bounty hunter and some of the older ones and Vader and whatnot. So that's going to be the plan starting next week with the comics. Um, one thing before we get into high Republic galactic star cruiser, uh, oh, so they've no. been bringing what a happened? lot of the, the writing teams and whatnot. Um, most of the reviews are positive i still side with tim to an extent that um it does look a little cheesy at times so i'm still not sure if it's worth the price tag so that's the only reason tim and i are being apprehensive of course we want to go of course we want to spend the money and experience it and report back to all of you i i can see tim and i doing this possibly with ben later this year um as, a, as a, and i'm gonna phrase it this way it has a work trip <laughs> yeah so we'll see we're not sure yet we're waiting to see but a lot of the celebrities from the star wars universe um the high republic uh, uh authors all went um what's her name who did the uh voice of ahsoka i can't remember her name it's bothering me oh darn uh, it ahsoka ashley Eckstein was there uh yesterday or the day before cool um so, people are enjoying it. One thing that leaked out is apparently part of the story while you're there is Ray and Kylo's like love story. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, so, no. On the Twitter, Disney Parks Twitter, it says there is a love story on board, and we'll get to see some of the characters that we know and love from the films, including Ray and Kylo, who will actually meet up again probably for the first and maybe the only time between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Not a fan. No, not a fan at all. God damn it. So I'm still I still don't know. The verdict is not out. I agree with the tweet, still, and I, I have yet to be proven wrong, but Disney didn't make an attraction for Star Wars fans. They made an attraction for rich people who think Star Wars is neat. Yeah. So we're being apprehensive and cautious on this one. Um normally it's so Tim frustrating and frustrating because there's a, right yeah, in.
2: like there are parts of me that love, love, love um Black Spire outposts. And then there's also parts of me that just like don't there's parts that, like I wish that it was it was it didn't feel so microtransaction y, you mm-hmm. know? Like to that point where you said like, you know, it's like it's you know, for people who have like that that disposable income, not really for like the diehard Star Wars fans, which I get. I mean, like, you know, at the end of the day, Star Wars is for kids. Um, but damn, yeah. And and, and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of that comes down for like the overall hype for the park and like Disney hasn't had a lot of new stuff in a while. So yeah, I'm sure that'll die down.
1: Will it though? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. I hope, I hope so. So we, we, we asked a bunch of you to review star Wars and scotch on Apple podcasts and there's no reviews. Oh, We had thousands of people listen to last week's episode. (laughs) I have a feeling that people are not listening on Apple, and Apple's one of the only sites that has accessible reviews. I have a feeling a lot of people are listening through different sites. So um, do us a favor. Just tweet it. me, Tim, and Star Wars and Scotch. Let us know where you listen to the show. I'd be very curious to... uh, see what what folks do we also have facebook if you want to drop it on there i was gonna say watch
2: it's gonna be like my chat on facebook and then i'm gonna like hey like you know just like i'm I'm gonna do this tweet later and like what's what's twitter
1: i'm here from tim's thirst trap tiktok
2: with the lightsaber i've actually been been getting a a decent amount of traffic from tiktok like hey i found you on tiktok you're you're pretty cool like oh that's that's
1: awesome (laughs) (laughs) works out pretty well Maybe we should just start putting the the, I'm just the start doing more thirst traps on TikTok, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think uh because uh, uh Max wants us to bring video back to uh I think that we can do some clips of Tim and send him Tim for his TikTok too during the show. So like when you were showing off your uh your bust there. See, I didn't specify what bust, so now your chat's going be like Tim took his shirt up. No. Oh my god. So yeah, there's a love story on Galactic Star Cruiser, possibly between Ray and Kylo, and I'm not sure how I feel about that so yeah uh yeah i mean like we
2: knew it's there but i just don't i just don't like that they're using the galactic star cruiser as like this this platform to tell this love story that was already kind of awkward um that like just didn't feel right and here we are i don't know
1: this ah, comes just, from starwars.com chart the history of the galaxy in star wars timelines exclusive a new visual guide will chart in galaxy events you ready from the time before the high republic to the fall of the first order oh. so disney has made a new book that chronicles everything from the beginning yes. of the high republic oh. all the way to the rise of skywalker yes so finally called star wars
2: timelines mm. um now and, uh, p- now when people ask me when this thing is, I could just be like it's right here. It's
1: in the book. It's in the book.
2: Oh, I'm so happy.
1: So that that exists. Star Wars f-
2: timelines.com the complete Star Wars timeline.
1: All right, we're entering into the s- the spoiler zone. Do you have an effect you can use for spoiler zone on your uh- um uh hold on. Okay, that works. Does that work? I couldn't hear anything.
2: you didn't hear that?
1: <laughs> no <laughs> oh, it played it played through it played through on um well that's well, that's hold, hold on, wait a second no me- you, you you don't have to re- i can make I can make it uh, I could do my own sound effect if you want. It's fine.
2: no, 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 this is very important Kevin it's okay it's I'm really gonna to- it's it's very, very important it's um, very important to him it's it's y- you know what? just pretend that you heard the x file theme song.
1: I heard the x file theme song. Okay, it perfect. was great when when he did that. Um, it was great, the X-File theme song. So, uh, High Republic Fallen Star. <clears throat> uh, it's the beginning of Phase 2 of the High Republic uh, storytelling. Um, we also got word that supposedly the second High Republic show is in uh, pre-production. Um, so we may find more out more about that at um, Celebration. I have a feeling there's probably a High Republic video game or something. Well, we had the rumor one. We, I did have um, one of our uh, uh, listeners, uh, Mike, reach out asking about how I referenced that there was a story coming from the High Republic, or not, maybe not from High Republic, about the female lead um, that was taking place in like alternate timeline. That came during the announcements last year when they dropped all of that video game news in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there was some studio that was supposedly working on something like that. I couldn't find the article. Um, but that was just a quick note we haven't heard anything on it since just to clarify that back to our Republic Fallen star so we we pick up um starlight beacon um everything's hunky dory uh we know that um m- by the way Markeon. yeah we talk, we talked Mar-tion. about this the other yeah we talked about this the other episode um, they, they changed it has the leveler now the leveler seems to be more than one beast by the time we get through this book yeah it seems to be multiple, yeah. And and <clears throat> we've had speculation in in our di- in our uh, community Discord about what it could be. You know, Tim and I said it might be the Torrent attack from the uh, Old Republic games, or it could be you know some other new version of it. But these things cripple and destroy Jedi. I mean, we lost two of the, in wow. my opinion, c- critical characters from High Republic Phase One. Why do they kill everybody? <laughs> Well, Orla died and Orla was the original Wayseeker, and then Tim sent me an article like referencing that Ahsoka might be the new
2: Yeah version so, of the Wayseeker. So I think what they're trying to do with the whole Wayseeker thing is that's how they are going like that's gonna be the gray Jedi. Like it's not gonna be considered gray anymore that if you are of like no alignment, good or bad, you are just kind of like this person who walks the middle that you will no longer you will just be considered and you are of the Jedi Order, but not a part of the Jedi or like you, how, what's the best way to explain a way seeker Kevin? Cause she doesn't belong good. to a specific temple. So, but she is of the order. Like she believes like within like certain she's, parameters. She,
1: so the council can dub you a way seeker, which means you don't have to have allegiance and you actually don't, you can kind of carve your own path as a Jedi. Um, and so she's like Ronan go. Yeah. Essentially that kind of version of it, but you're allowed to go about the galaxy and do jedi work without <clears throat> the attachment of a temple and others to assist you you're kind of a loner like you said at ronin so she's but they, but going they dabble, around.
2: but they dabble on both sides they don't they're, they're not their alignment isn't
1: she, the whole point of her good. becoming a way seeker was that she disagreed with some of the practices that the council was telling her but not to the point where they wanted to ostracize her from the order so instead of you know, kicking her out, they dub her a wayseeker, giving her you know permission and credentials to go around, do good, um, and kind of carve her own path. So I'm sure yeah that's if that's we, if we learn more about it. Orla, that's what it would would be. That's kind of a great Jedi, though, in the sense of, um, you know, still being recognized by the Order. If you go back to Old Republic and you you know you meet Jolie Bindo on Kashyyyk, he left the Order, right? Like, exactly. Fuck all y'all. Well, I mean, and that's what Ahsoka <laughs> did. Yes, yeah. Ahsoka's like, if you, like, you
2: guys are trying to actually kill me for something I didn't do, and you couldn't believe me, so middle finger to y'all and bye bye. So, um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's it's, but now Orla's dead. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> got killed but, by the leveller
2: dust. She's just dust in the wind.
1: So yeah, it, it, Orla Orla is is gone now. Which I that shocked I, I me. I really
2: liked her character. She was a way seeker. She had a double bladed lightsaber. Um, yeah. I really liked the way that that Mark Thompson like voiced her. Um, she, I was really hoping for her to stick around for a while. I can't believe they just killed her.
1: Yeah, I, I was legitimately shocked. Uh, she was a good character. The other character that shocked me dying was Stellan. I thought Stellan yeah. was like one of the core components of. I like the, the High way Republic. that he went though. I thought and that he was he I went down was, with the ship.
2: It was admirable. Um, he needed you know, that redemption though, because he was kind of
1: a dick the entire time he was he was the haughty um you know he, the he annoying he was a dick up until members. the very
2: end he didn't even give the poor little nihil engineer a
1: chance <laughs> she just cut her in half but you did see well that was no elzar did that was that elzar man who did that yeah elzar cuz he, oh, he let his anger take control you're, you're right never mind continue <laughs> so uh, but but you saw stellan's weak point was elzar and avar oh uh, of course well cuz i they they kind of made like a triad yeah they were like best elzar and avar obviously in love yeah. Stellan was the third wheel, but they were his best friends. I loved
2: how he admitted that he knew.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah and, and he didn't like, care. Wait, you knew the coal side knew. Yeah. So but Stellan felt like he was core to everything, especially after everything that happened at the Republic Fair. Yeah. I was like, oh, OK, this guy's here to stay. Sure. And he went down with that damn ship. And then yeah. they had Avar show up back with Elzar. Oh, man. And they were they were definitely. um giving into their emotions a little bit, which is wild. Well, I mean, you? They all I'm not it? a Jedi and I would never be <laughs> one. I would be a, at minimum a way seeker if the order would accept me. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's from a Jedi perspective. They're going down an interesting path. Elzar was trying to deal with his, his relationship with the dark side in the beginning of the book with Orla off world. Right. Mm hmm. Um, And she was trying to teach him how to handle it. And she was doing exactly what you said, Tim. She was saying, like, to an extent, you have to embrace it. Yeah, well, she was
2: she constantly said to him, like, you're being forceful, like you are trying to control an ocean. And like, how can you control an ocean? You can't you have to you have to flow with it. And so like, and that's a lot of what she was talking about is just like. And sometimes you flow one way and you go the other and like when you get angry, like it's okay to kind of lean into it a little bit. Like I really liked how they just postured her up in this story. Cause it was just it, to your, to your point, Kevin, like she's like, they, they, they are definitely treating her like this, this gray Jedi. And I, and I like it. I like how they're establishing it because then it kind of fixes everything else
1: going forward. Yeah. And, and, it goes back again to Jolie from Old Republic. He was very much, you know, I will always do the right thing. But how do you expect me to walk into battle and not harness my anger to right defeat my opponent? Um, you know, he had a wife. He had children. Yeah, to have because,
2: attachment and stuff is like so important.
1: Well, he actually, if you put, if you have the deep conversations within the game and you can unlock certain things, he actually talks about how important love is and how mm-hmm. important, you know, to existence and the Force. Having a wife, having children, because it. He said it gives the force meaning. Sure. Which is so freaking deep. He's like one of the best Jedi to ever exist, even though he's not canon. Um, but he talks about how it gives the it gives the force meaning. Um, and I think Orla had some sort of experience with that as well. Like she felt like her life had more purpose. Um, she felt like she belonged because of, of the way she was living and helping someone like Elzar, who was one of her best friends. Now, <clears throat> Elzar he's struggling more and in this book he loses his two best friends so all he has left is avar which leads me to think that avar will not survive phase two or phase three phase three and we're gonna get our our sith by the end of all of this and i know that yoda says we haven't seen the sith in a thousand years and i stick to my guns (laughs) on this holding on this hard i'm holding on to them sweeping it under the rug like that we must the same way yoda was like no one must know about the twins yeah something's gonna happen in some sort of and and yoda and the council is gonna be like we can't tell anyone about this people can't know that the sith have returned and sweep it under the rug and never talk about it again yeah and i have a feeling elzar is going to be the catalyst to this at some point (laughs) okay because okay. you know, everyone everyone's everyone hinges on that fallen jedi story. Yeah. It's, you always want the evil being that was evil the whole time to somehow take over the susceptible force user. Yeah. And turn them. Mm-hmm. So, um there's there's dark power somewhere lurking in the universe well, um, sure. outside of Markion, which by the way, Markion has its own comic now that that and we'll go through it that uh, gives his origin story. Ah interesting. So we get background on I haven't read that one yet, but it, it's in there. So interestingly enough, too, speaking of Yoda, I'm in Midnight Horizon, which is yeah, an okay. So book.
2: You keep on saying you're not very impressed with that. It.
1: It's okay. It's not great. Who wrote it? Uh Jose Daniel Oldair. Okay. Um so, so not one of our normal authors. He he's part of the High Republic crew.
2: Yeah, but he not like not like um who's who's who did Fallen Charles Star Charles Soule. Um I think Charles Soule did Fallen Star. Uh this was Claudia Gray. Claudia Gray. Um, so, like Claudia Gray, her books have been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, no. Um, Jose Jose did some of the the IDW comics.
2: Kevin Scott did Tempest Runner. Kevin Scott also did the Rising Storm, which was that was a good one. Rising Storm was good. Rising Storm was very good. Yep. um uh, Into the Dark was also Claudia Gray, but and then Charles Soule did Light of the Jedi. So, so this guy's new as far as like writing
1: books. He he was the one who authored the IDW comics that have like uh, buckets of blood and Yoda in them. Got it. Okay. So he was the he was the 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 background. He actually created Buckets of Blood because he said he used to work as an EMT and there was another EMT that they called Buckets of Blood and that's how he got the name.
2: Oh my god, that's a terrible name. <laughs> Why well, well, would you what want they, to name an EMT? They that? joke
1: about that at the beginning of Midnight or uh Midnight Horizon. They joke about the name and like how like it could be construed as, you know, this guy loves to to kill people, but he helps people it's it's funny anyway so they're talk. they constantly talk about yoda because one of yoda's uh, padawans is in the book and they talk about how everyone misses master yoda but no one has seen him and no one knows where he went yeah um the whole book they keep referencing it over and over again like oh i wish yoda was here right now he could help us or oh yoda would have the wisdom to deal with the situation or oh yoda taught me this it's the first time that they've referenced yoda this many times over and over and over again. So I think we're leading up to something big with him in the in the higher public storytelling. Love Back it. to Fallen Star. Um, <clears throat> the one thing that I that I took away from from this is the Nihil. Mark mm-hmm. Markian obviously has reformed the Nihil. He got rid of some of the Tempest Runners. Okay, well, hold on. He didn't just like he didn't just like reform. He took over the nine Hill.
2: He like took over and then turned his entire crew into a bunch of robots.
1: Yes. we, that's we talk about going that real it. quick. Yeah. New droids that we haven't seen before. Um, the whole crew. There's a scene in. I can't remember if it's old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic where they do the same thing. Basically, I think it's the Sith. Are taking human. Yeah, it's the Sith. I forget what planet. I think it might be Balmora. But they're basically taking human brains uh-huh. and putting them into droids. And you talk to one of the droids. And if you pick the light side options, they're talking like they keep going between their programming and their self. And they're like, this is horrifying. Like, you know, oh I can't God. control this. I'm in constant <laughs> pain. <laughs> da, 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 that's da. terrifying. It's Wild. So, so I have droids, a feeling though, that's-
2: I don't think they're cyborgs. I think they're full droids because he made the comment. He's like, there's no one here to backstab me. There's no one here to try to take, to, to take advantage of me. There's no, like he was constantly saying like these, there's no way these droids could, could double cross me. Cause that's what he was afraid of. He knew like Lorna D and, and everybody else that he's ever entrusted as his lieutenants. have always tried to one up him and try to take over as leader of the Nihil. And he didn't want that. So that's why these droids came into play. But I, I like, it, that would be really interesting if they were cyborgs, if he just like ripped the, the
1: brains out of a bunch of people and just like slammed them into robots. He's becoming more and more ruthless and sadistic. So very much so. And he was he's banging that one republic senator too. Oh my god, and he hates her. Yeah.
2: He absolutely hates her.
1: What a what a what a great villain. I know, he's fantastic. <laughs> what a great villain. Like he's he's literally <laughs> anger banging a republic senator yes. as he, a senator as he tries to to take down the she's very proud of it. Oh yeah. She's so yeah. proud of the this. end. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> when he, she well, finds out what he's doing. Well, sure. <laughs> um, uh, so um, yeah, Markeon doesn't trust anyone anymore. Rightfully so, to be honest. Everyone in the Nihil has basically backstabbed someone at one point or another. Although reading the Lorna D book shows you how royally screwed she's been over her life. So I don't blame her oh, for a lot yeah. of the stuff she's done. Yeah, of course. Uh Just- but so Marquion uh is is I'm I, the thing that gets me with Marquion is I can't predict his next step.
2: No, he's he's very unpredictable. He has gone through this wild evolution from when we first met him to where he is now. Um, he went from kind of like this, I want to say softer individual, but he was definitely more so like he was reliant on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he had the he had the the one person that he's using for the paths, and he had all of his his runners and tempest all, all of these people. That he relied on, and and quickly became very much so reliant on himself, and knew that there was no one, no one's going to help him. And then all of a sudden, he just like he he starts taking lightsabers and and killing off everybody. Like it was it's crazy to see how quickly he just kind of like exploded.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I just I don't know where he, where he's going. Like I don't know what he's doing. I don't. I can't even tell you what his plan is. Unless it's, he's literally taking a page out of the Joker from DC's book and it's just chaos.
2: I mean, maybe this
1: is, maybe this is the High Republic's version of a Joker. Yeah, like, he, it, it, I just, some men just want to watch the world burn, like, mentality. But that's what it feels like when
2: he made the comment of, like, no, when when he, when when Mark said no one was allowed to watch or no one got the satisfaction of watching um, Starly Beacon fall except for Markeon like that yeah. like that's, that's yeah, that yeah because in in he didn't the want anyone in in the like near the planet he didn't want anyone in the area he only
1: wanted to watch it by himself yep it's wild and he and, did it think about it he did it with just the levelers and five Nihil. yeah that's it that's all it took for him to take down so all those, of those levelers are are terrifying though there's the, It seems that the Jedi have no defense for them,
2: no, and their range of suppression is absolutely insane. like Bell was getting suppressed by those things like outside in space, like he was he's still pretty far away, and he was trying when he was trying to go back into the spaceship, and he could feel it like he like all of a sudden, a lot of dread and despair and everything hit him, so like it's crazy how long it took for them to realize that there was a problem. That was the one part that kept throwing me off is like they it, it was very slow with the progression of like t- insanity.
1: Did you, uh, did you enjoy the, uh, rathtar I reference? did. I really did. That was really fun. It reminded me of episode seven. Yeah. I was like, Oh, there's more than
2: one of they, them they, on the they, ship. They use one of the, they use sound effects from the movie as well. That like, was,
1: it was um, so good. Uh, so the, the, the other two main characters of this, um, high oh. and especially this book, Bury and Bell. Yeah. Talk about like having Bro. the worst <laughs> luck. <Bro. laughs> They're always in the wrong place at the wrong time. I like them. They're fine. Anyone they have some attachment to seems to end up dead at some point. Yeah. Like or Belle, they end up almost dead. Between Orla dying and then Bell had what was his master's name? Uh the, the Twi'lek? Uh uh wait, Load and Great Storm. Load and Great Storm. Like Bell's. At some point, is he going to start blaming himself that everyone he ever like cares about ends up dead? I mean, that was that was brought up in this book. Could you could you imagine if Cinder dies? Oh, Kevin, he's going to lose Not it.
2: The puppy dog. It's a char hound. It's uh, still a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't touch the puppy dog. But
1: yeah, and then Burry it wasn't uh, uh, Burry's master was killed in the first one in the first uh, book. Yeah, she blew up in a ship, right? Yeah, during the 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 during the, the fight. Uh, yeah, during one of the space battles she explodes. So, you know, it, it's just these poor padawans. Are they padawans or knights?
2: Oh, no, they're still padawans cuz they they got referred to as padawans multiple times. I wonder, Kevin, is like are these are these kids going to defect because they've gone through so much trauma and they're just going to be like fuck this,
1: I'm out. Well, at some point someone whoever whoever and I think they're they're setting up for speculation like whoever is going to defect has to learn of the Sith somehow. Yeah, The Drengir sure. to me are the link back to the Sith. Yes. So at some point, we, you know, someone's going to go searching for the Drengir and end up finding a holocron or something. Wouldn't be shocked if it was like Darth Bane, Ooh. you know, explaining why he made the rule of the two, you know, because we're idiots. You know, all we want is power and only two can reign at a time, you know, but power can, I forget what the line is from the old book, but, you know, he explains it in detail as to why the rule of the two works and yeah. you can reign over others. Um, obviously they've skirted the rule of the two with things like inquisitors and whatnot, but um it's the same concept between Padawan, Jedi Knight and stuff. It takes a lot to be a Sith. Um, so you know, you can still be a dark force user. Yeah, the whole Inquisitor thing, you're right.
2: It is it is weird how they were able to skirt around that little rule. They're not Sith. But they're not Sith, right. They're
1: just they're just force users. Yeah, they're dark force users. Same mm-hmm. with the the uh witches of Dathomir. Right are just dark force users. It's just, I just think that's just funny. But you're right. Just like just, um it's very interesting. in Clone Wars and Rebels, we meet light fort users light force users on other planets that aren't Jedi.
2: Right, exactly. But for the longest time, when we were as Star Wars fans, we were always just taught it was Sith and Jedi. Yeah, if you have a red
1: lightsaber, you're automatically a Sith.
2: Exactly. It was good and bad. If you had a green, purple, blue, any of those colors that wasn't red, you were Jedi.
1: Yep. <laughs> so. so um, you know, the The storytelling in this book was great. I I really enjoyed the journey. It was very fun. It
2: was a lot better than the last book. I was actually able to finish this book and enjoy it instead of the weird pacing that was the previous one. Yeah. Uh, That was rough. This one's much better.
1: We, um, you know, Midnight Horizon goes into it's a whole story on Corellia and it's about like the Corelli, you know, Corsac and the underground and all of this stuff. Comac is back. Uh, Wreath is back uh ram from the republic fair book is back oh so um, some fun
2: characters are in here
1: yeah and then there's a new jedi that's with comac that's telling comac over the course of the book um the story of of how uh, i still haven't learned it but his love story basically and how, you know he's still with the order so i assume that he didn't follow through with it i don't Laughter. know but um yeah so i'm enjoying this story. I'm ready for the next like big move in the high republic because it seems like big book, little story, little story, big book, little story, little story. Uh, so I'm ready for the next I, big move, but I don't think it comes out till July.
2: I, I would say that this book, like I'm I understand why they wrote it. Like we needed closure. Um, knowing knowing from like a higher level, like what they're doing, knowing that this was the closure like closing of phase one. Um, so this was kind of like the pilot se- series, if you will. Like this was kind of like the the trial run. And then now we're going into phase two where they start to really start to solidify a lot of the the mechanics and 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 the stories, and then we carry on so that we can prepare for TV shows and things like that. So uh, it's it, I just wish this would have had like a like a bigger, I guess, I guess more for the, like the lore, Kevin. As mm-hmm. far as instead of just like closing loops, to your point, I wish we would have had more about like Drangir um we had like this big book about Sith and Dringier and like dark artifacts like all that cool stuff and then like that was really it for a bit like that was my favorite book like going to going to that space station and and like seeing all the dark stuff and all the dringier like i want more of that that's what i'm really waiting for
1: they moved the dringier to the comics that's where avar was right um, and that's so what she was off doing right so you'll learn a little bit more about that i just want it but, in a book
2: form i want that like that deep dive lore stuff
1: well i'm i i want to get back to you, like you said I want to understand more about like this, the dark side of what's happening in the high Republic. Like yeah. look at skier. I, we kind of just paused Skier's story. Like he's, he's he was in shit, a place. Dude. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they do shit. flesh it out a bit more in the comics, but then yeah. they looped back to it. I think he was in the beginning of this book. Wasn't he uh, for a brief moment? Yeah. They mentioned yeah. him. So like, he's probably the one I'm most interested in. Like, where are we headed with this? And that's why I said, they're like teasing. Like you said, Who's gonna be the defector? Who's not gonna be able to handle themselves? Right. Um, you know, skier literally in the comics, I don't know if you got to this part, so it might spoil a little bit, but he connects himself to the hive mind of the Drangear. Yeah, he to, gets a he gets a hive arm. Yeah, but he ends up breaking the 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 their link yeah. because he puts himself in that dark, mm-hmm. dark and position. And he uses the force to do it but it screws him up permanently. Like he has issues now permanently because he did that to save his Padawan. And so he'll just like, he'll just like phase in and out of consciousness. It's wild. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's in a place. So, um, you know, his armor will eventually grow back anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but it was like Pardrangir, Like he infected himself. That was the coolest part. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the next part. I think it doesn't come out till, um, uh, July, the next big book. Mm Hmm. So we got we got some time. Catch up on the comics. Do that. um One thing uh, uh I'm going to do is I'm probably I want to go back and watch Clone Wars again. And do another pass through oh, for chronological. So I'm going to. Are you going to watch every episode? Are you going to watch the big ones? I only do the chronological now. Got it. got it. Because it, it, the chronological one skips some of the like crappy filler episodes. Yes, exactly. And okay, then it also that's what tells a cohesive story, like. You know um Padmé's Rodian friend the, yes. that she calls uncle the uncle what's his name Yeah so like he dies and then like 10 episodes later he's just there and you're like wait a minute So oh, if you watch right. it in, yeah. if you watch it in this order he doesn't actually like show up again cuz you watched it before So how do you watch this order I'll send you the link it's on starwars.com okay. Um put it well, well how
2: about we you should we should put that out on Twitter yeah, we can put it out on Twitter. Yeah, so viewers, if you want to watch watch this with Kevin, they can do it too. Or maybe we'll make them go join our Discord. What do you make them do?
1: Make them do something, Kevin. They like to be told to do stuff. All right. Well, they can join our Discord. We'll put the Discord link um, in in on uh, Star Wars Scotch Twitter and Facebook. We will put uh, the episode list. And yeah, I'll maybe I'll just uh, be like, hey, we're going to watch five episodes this week. Boom. There you go. And we'll uh, follow up with them. Um, cool. Uh, Tim and I are going to have some guests in the coming weeks joining Ooh, us on who? Star Wars. I don't Scotch. even know who they are. Who are they? Uh, well, we're still confirming with a few, but I know oh. Sawyerism will be back. I believe it's is it next week that Sawyerism what? comes back? When's Who's Sawyerism that, back? Kevin? We had Sawyer on uh, a few months back. Sawyer is uh, one of the top uh, Star Wars TikTokers. Yeah, she's really good. She does a lot of like, anatomy stuff.
2: Um, one of her TikToks that showed up for my, my for you page was the anatomy of a hut, which was mm. really interesting. That <laughs> people like, I didn't know that they have gone that deep into the anatomy of certain alien races for
1: Star Wars. So I found that very interesting. So we'll be recording with her on March 9th in the, uh, in the evening. So, um, you'll see that episode on the 10th at some point. Excellent. Um, which I'm going to delete the morning recording on the calendar right now, Tim. So we get that morning back. Uh, so that episode will be technically a day late. Um, there you go. It's canceled your Wednesday morning. Thanks, Kevin. Thank is you now for cleaning up my calendar. Free, But yeah, we'll be back with more of that. We're going to start the comic stuff next week. Um, and if you see, if you see any news or anything, you're like, guys, can you talk about this on the show? Send it to us. Twitter, Facebook doesn't matter. Uh, or discord because we're going to put that discord link out and get you guys into discord so you can chat there's also check this out in in the rare drop community discord there's the star wars channel yes there's a high republic channel specifically for the books okay and the comics and then there's a spoiler channel where you can talk about whatever you want so if you go and watch a new episode of obi-wan you're like i need to communicate with another human who has seen this You go in the spoiler channel, you drop it in there, and you will get tons of responses from people that have also seen it. And it's a protected place, so it doesn't ruin it for anyone. Um, And it's marked spoiler channel. So if somebody clicks on it, that's on them, not you. Oh, yeah. So, uh,
2: yeah, you know what? It's been a bit since I've actually looked in here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can hop in the spoiler channel and, um, you know, give your things. And then there's, there's other channels to talk about other Star Wars stuff. So we'll put that link out on social media uh and get you uh get you all engaged and involved with some more uh, star wars stuff but for this week tim and i are going to sign off uh again kingscoastcoffee.com if you want to listen to other episodes of the show you can go to raredrop.co click that entertainment drop down click on star wars and scotch check out all of it hey if you're a comic lover you should check out matt and frank over on comics um if you are a, a, a hockey you like, lover you got coffee and shell we got coffee and shell with cam no and casso he doesn't wear so, sleeves
2: ever he I, it's the weirdest it's, thing you hand him a shirt nope. can cuts him
1: off nope i just hung out with him two weeks ago at the you hand him shows. a dress shirt
2: he's like sleeves. not good enough rips it apart had sleeves the entire time if you're looking for someone who's bald um and then like and really likes talking to really interesting people and his name's ben then head on over to rare drop.co and check out the bro man podcast show show or show now the bromance show. show. It was the podcast. Now we're it show. Was. We're show. The last show that we did, he interviewed Hugh Kevin
1: from View. Uh, Daniel, who is the um, creative director at uh, Diamond View, View Studios. Um, Ben's okay. going to be sitting down with uh, the sports commissioner of Tampa Bay next month. Uh, um, Jason Augie is Auggie. the guy who's responsible for getting things like WrestleMania and the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. He's a really cool guy and he has awesome hair. Uh, yeah and he has great stories because he's been doing this for uh 10 plus years 20 years dude so he's gonna be uh chatting with ben uh about that and ben's got some other really cool guests lined up for the rest of the year um and uh, he actually just interviewed tara tara works in the uh, i believe it's she's uh i forget her title i'm so sorry tara but she works on accessibility at xbox Oh, I did see that on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. So Tara Tara used to work at Mixer. I know her from Mixer. Um, but she um she uh basically spearheads uh how how is Xbox making games more accessible for people That's and so making awesome. sure that everyone can enjoy video games and not just you know, the regular, uh, uh, everyday person, but being sensitive to folks, you know, that might have some, some, um, conditions that prevent them from doing certain things in video games. How does Microsoft and Xbox engage with those people and bring them into the fold to enjoy Uh, 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 all sorts of games so you can listen to that interview as well it was actually really compelling and really good she loves Alan Wake too if you want to hear someone talk about Alan Wake I
2: love love her even more now (laughs) oh I just did my Alan Wake playthrough not too long ago what a cool game I'm so mad that I missed out on
1: that when it when it launched that is like Mike uh, from old fashions one of his favorite games of all time what a great game um yeah he was po- awesome i applied for a, a creator code for the remaster and then i was like here you go mike and he was like i would kiss you on the mouth right Aww. now I'm like, you, don't, you, you don't have to do that it's okay uh but yeah thank you so much for listening to episode 72 of star wars of scotch tim and i will be back next week make sure you head over to fb.gg slash darkness 429 and Sweet. darkness 429 everywhere on everywhere. the internet it is everywhere Everywhere. Everywhere. So you can check out everything Tim is working on. And uh you can go check out his live streams Monday through Friday, 9-ish Eastern. Ish. Yeah, definitely yesterday. Ish ish. yes <laughs> Uh, and we will uh see you next week again, revtop.co if you want to check out the other stuff. But Tim, yes, sir, let him have it.
2: May the force be with you.
1: Always <laughs>